all good in the hood hello everyone and welcome to episode six of added time a games and grab studio podcast and this week i am joined by a very special guest the host of the clubhouse and the host of the games and grats podcast mr sunny garner how hello. are you i'm good man i'm good thank you for having me it's uh, it's a pleasure to be on uh, you've been killing it every week so far with this podcast i've been talking about it on on my podcast but yeah man it's it's good to good to be on thank you no, I'm excited I... to be the first guest yeah it was, it was always going to happen and it felt right for you to be the first guest given that our two teams played each other last night it was a perfect opportunity i was always going to record today because there's more games this weekend so let's not wait any longer let's get straight into it yeah so last night Leicester City took on Manchester United at the King Power Stadium. United winning 1-0. Sonny, what did you make of the game? What did you think of United's performance overall? It was a weird game, really. Um, I mean, going into it... I mean, I said to you earlier on in the week that I was I was fairly confident that we would win. I think that was mainly down to Leicester's recent form, their lack of activity in the transfer window and just sort of the general feel around Leicester at the minute but you know you, you always still have that little bit of nerves but last night I didn't no and it's weird because when we play Leicester Leicester usually very good against us um but last night just felt a little bit different I mean I thought I thought United did I thought United played well and I wouldn't say we were setting the world on fire I wouldn't even say that we even maybe even got out of second gear mm. But I think that's probably because we, we didn't need to. And I think Leicester... I think the big story here is Leicester as opposed to United. It is. Because, I mean, our, our back four, I think that's our, now our settled back four. Mm-hmm. And I thought all four of them were very, very good. Um, I thought Ericsson was was excellent, sort of playing... It's almost like a quarterback role that he's playing at the minute. Yeah. Um, which I'm not really used to seeing him play. I used to seeing him play as like a traditional... 10 like maybe at Spurs and yeah. when he was at Brentford as well last season and then you know he's coming to United and obviously Bruno occupies 10 yeah so he's sort of taken a step back and he's not a I'm going to sound like Robbie Savage here on commentary <laughs> yeah. but he's it, not a 6 mm. he's like just in front of that so you know if you know he's not a defensive midfielder obviously because no. that's the role that McTominay's playing but Ericsson was really sort of controlling things from midfield, making everything tick and making everything go forward. Um, and I thought I thought we played okay. I, I you know it's good to see Sancho on the score sheet again. But you know I don't really have anything else to say about United's performance. I was just you know at the minute I'm just happy to see progress each game. You know, it was yeah. keeping clean sheets, defending well, playing as a team. Um, you know, and I you know I came away happy again but for me yeah the big the big thing for me was was Leicester and how you know how how poor Leicester were Uh, you know I hate sitting here and saying that obviously (laughs) with you because you know I have an affinity to Leicester as well because my dad was a Leicester fan and uh, we obviously had uh, three seasons I think at Leicester where we went we had seasons when I had a season ticket come with you yeah a couple of seasons yeah 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 yeah. so you know I do have that sort of association with Leicester and I don't want to see them do do badly but at the minute it is quite worrying I think unless the last night looked devoid of ideas if a goal was going to come it was going to come you know from a free kick yeah 
It wasn't going to come from open play at all. No, I mean, Vardy didn't get a sniff. No. I mean, I thought our back four did really a really good job. But at the same time, there was nothing for him. There was no... No. There was no... There was nothing going... I mean, usually you'd see Vardy make the runs in behind. But the balls just weren't there. And it, it was it was just a very, a very strange, a very a somber, devoid of ideas, Leicester performance. And I, I don't know if that's harsh. No, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's harsh at all. Um, it was. I mean, I, I've had almost a day to think back on it, and I'm still, I've still got the same opinion now as I did when I walked away from the game. Mm-hmm. We just lack any belief. There's no direction. There's no identity anymore. There doesn't seem to be. Um, we're playing a four-three-three formation with one recognised winger at the club. We've not been able to bring a winger in. We've brought in one centre-back to replace Fofana. Um, he's clearly, when I say he, Rogers clearly doesn't fancy Soyuncu at the minute because he's picking and Diddy ahead of him to play centre-back. And we just, the first 15 minutes, I thought we were we were good. We looked like we were at it. And then the goal came about from us trying to attack, really poor defending, really open. And from there, the just the belief and the confidence just completely drained mm-hmm. from the players, from the fans, and apparently there were fans walking out on sixty minutes because they already knew what the result was. There was no way we were coming back into that game. Rogers didn't make any changes until the seventy-sixth minute, and the second half we did improve. Yeah, I thought we I, I thought we so, did yeah. improve and. You know, over the last few years, Leicester, if you want to talk about like identity and stuff, Leicester have been a, a team that they they get at teams, they hit them on the counter-attack, they use their pace. You know, you've got Vardy, you've got Barnes, you've got Madison who can, you know, run a game. But we just didn't seem to... So, so what I expected second half was, okay, we'll come out better and actually we'll pin United back a bit here mm-hmm. and we'll either get a draw... Or United will beat us two 0 on the counter attack, but there was nothing, absolutely nothing. The players just—they don't look fit to me. They don't look like they've got any match fitness in them. And I wonder whether this is why Rogers doesn't make substitutions. I think he, is he keeping players out there to build up their match fitness at the, you know, expense of getting results because he. he we could all, you know, the Brentford game, We were for 60 minutes we were bright, we were at it, and then just the energy just went. He took Dewsbury Hall off, and the energy in the whole team just went, and we drew 2-2. It seems like we get to 60, 70 minutes, and the players hit a wall. Mm-hmm. I thought I, I thought Harvey Barnes, Vardy, I thought James Justin, they all looked like they were running through treacle. There's just no, there's no energy there. Um, and... It's only one outfield player. Hopefully he comes in and gives the squad a bit of a lift and a bit of a boost. But it's it's becoming a bit desperate. I understand completely why there's not been much transfer activity. Uh, the chairman's come out and said, look, the stability, financial stability of this football club is what is most important. And the plans to expand the ground are still there. We're still fully committed, the, basically, because there was a lot of rumours that the club was up for sale. There's been a lot of rumours, but it basically said we're committed to this. But as I said last week, it would be an absolute disaster for us to go down. 
Yeah, for sure. Absolute I mean, disaster. There's there's too many players out of contract next summer. Too many players that have just signed new contracts on big money. Uh, the parachute payment thing is going to change pretty soon, either next season or the season after. So there's is it's not a guarantee that should Leicester go down, they come straight back up because it would be a rebuild, a complete rebuild. Yeah. Um. It it does worry me when I, I it was a, it was hard to watch last night. Like I thought, first half we looked, we looked pathetic, looked at completely devoid of idea. I texted you, didn't I, and said this is like men against boys. Yeah, United just seemed to have an extra man all the time, and I think that that role that Ericsson was playing was the that was key to that. Yeah, because sure. he he was he was instrumental in a lot of what was happening in the middle, quietly going about it, and then you've got Bruno just out on his own, and 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 that's where it just constantly felt like there was an extra man for United and it was just slow and ponderous from Leicester and constantly going back and I, I I mean I'm a fan of 30 years so it's probably just that side of me coming out but I am massively worried I it feels like to me Rogers is trying to get sacked with I mean, what what he's saying yeah I mean some of the things that he's saying it's um I mean as, as a fan it's not what you want to read because it's just it's piling on more negativity on top of you know an already negative situation because obviously you know last night the results haven't been good for Leicester no and you know it was the same at the beginning of the season for United when things weren't going good uh, you know we obviously we uh, lost the first two games mm-hmm. and you know signings weren't looking like they were happening very quickly and everything was just negative all the negatives it was it was it was just constant every single day uh, we were obviously we were rock bottom of the league you know and it was always it, it was you know we were never going to stay there no of course but not but when you are there it's horrible you <laughs> can't help but think the worst yeah and you know for Rogers to come out and say the stuff that he's saying I mean I read it as a, as a non-Leicester fan and I just thought this is a, I mean I saw his interview after the game last night obviously you were there so wouldn't have and I, I uh, turned around to Kay and I was like this is a man defeated yeah, I mean, you could see it. I mean, he he was, you know, his eyes were all over the place. He was, um, you know, and his his, his whole demeanor was just sort of one of I don't think I can turn this around. Yeah, absolutely, and and this is something that we we notice in the stands as well, in that you always see Rogers as someone that's stood in the technical area making notes on his little bloody notepad and <laughs> doing all of that stuff. Not necessarily waving his arms about. He's not usually the most animated. Mm. He's always there giving instructions. I've never seen a manager sit down so much. I mean, have you, have you, did you see his reaction when the goal went in? No. So, uh, obviously, Sancho rounded the keeper, scored. Yeah. Good finish. Good, well good taken. Finish, good yeah. build up. And basically, you see Rogers mouth something. Like just to himself, he's just not shouting at anyone. Yeah, he's he's literally he's mouthing something. Yeah, like he can't believe can't believe what he's just seen. Yeah, probably for sake. Probably yeah, <laughs> and you know, he, 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 at that point, I mean, he's he's sort of biting his lip, and he's he just looks like he doesn't know. That's those dry to... lips he's got. <laughs> <laughs> needs a bit of Vaseline. On the yeah, needs lips. a bit of ass. Get a bit of the old chapstick out. <laughs> And it's it's a weird one because you know he, he's obviously a good manager. He's 
you know, he's, he's, he is. They, they were saying on commentary last night that um, outside of Pep and Klopp, he's got the best win rate in the league. Well, like the or the the highest amount of wins over a, over a, a certain period, a certain yeah, period yeah. of time. Yeah. Um, so he's obviously there's a, there's a good manager and there's a good coach in there. But what I think has happened is I think he's so demoralised by the lack of support that he's received. And obviously, he's never been at a football club where this has been an issue. Yeah. And now it is an issue, and I don't think he knows how to handle that situation. Uh, yeah, I, I would, I would completely agree with that. And 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 actually, a lot of, a lot of what we're seeing now is is similar to what was going on at Celtic. So actually, he's now managed more games at Leicester than he has at any other club. So wow. more than he did at Liverpool, and more than he did even at Celtic. Um. Now, I read a few things at the time when he left Celtic that basically he was on the verge of walking because he wasn't being backed. And I think the 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 nail in the coffin was that the club spent money on something in the stadium instead of giving it to him on players. So as soon as Leicester came calling after Claude Puel got sacked, he yeah was straight down there, signed a contract because he was coming to a club that backs their manager. With, do you think he wanted to with go? finances? Do you think you know when he was there was there were sort of links of him, you know, he, he, you know, linked with Arsenal, linked with United. Do you think he wanted to go? The talk is at the time that he did want to go, and because he'd only been in the job six or seven months at that point, because it was when Emery got sacked, wasn't it? Yeah. So he'd only been in the job yeah. six or seven months, and we were flying at the start of that season. The, the first full season that Rodgers was in charge. And he he basically, by saying, look, I want to go to Arsenal, um, the, the owners, or the owner, sorry, said, how about a double wages? Yeah, okay. So he, he managed to get himself a nice big fat contract and he's on £10 million a year. Now, he is, I, I believe he's now fifth behind Pep, Klopp, Tuchel and Conte. So I think he, he he earns more than Ten Hag. Wow, okay. I don't want... A, a manager that's earning 10 million a year, whether you've been backed or not, should not be coming out and saying, our aim is 40 points. That's the Leicester of seven years ago when Nigel Pearson was in charge and we just got promoted. We haven't, we, we haven't got a terrible squad all of a sudden. All these players that were supposedly going to be leaving... All this, you know, all this stuff. Ah, Leicester losing all their players. We've lost two. Mm-hmm. It's worth remembering. We've only lost two: Smichael and Fafana. Now, the Fafana money, we're not going to be able to use all of that. Saint Etienne need twenty five percent of it. Sell on clause, and he's already been. Rogers has been told you'll get about twenty five, thirty million of that. How Ten, much does this new lad cost you? Ten. Okay. Ish. Something around that. So. I don't want, yeah, I just don't want a manager to be coming out and saying that. And it's just all negative, negative, negative. And and he's saying stuff like, oh, well, you know, I wanted to bolster this squad. This squad is, this team isn't, what does he say? This club isn't the club it was two years ago. Yeah. Well, the four players that were bought last summer, Samari, Dakar, Vestergaard and Bertrand were all, all his signings. Vestergaard and Bertrand were definitely his signings. 
Vestergaard doesn't play, doesn't even get in the squad, and Bertrand, I, I forgot he was a Leicester player. <laughs> and they are both picking up, they are both each picking up 80 grand a week. Now, to the to the big teams, 80 grand a week is nothing. Phil Jones is probably on 80 grand a week, but to Man United, that's nothing. So a club like Leicester, that clearly, as the owner has, has come out and said, like to run a tight ship financially, that's a lot of money for squad players, and they're just not good enough for anyone what to, to come in for them. Just like Phil Jones. Just like Phil Jones. <laughs> Still at United. He's outliving everybody. Is, is he now the last player from the Fergie era? He must be. Yeah, he's got to be, yeah. I mean, I know Ronaldo's there, but he oh, went yeah, away and come back, didn't he? I, I think he must be, yeah. I he's got to be. Yeah, he has to be. The last Fergie player that hasn't left the club and come back. Which is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. Ronaldo's obviously come back. Yeah, he's, he's, I, he's I think be, he has to he? be. Yeah, I mean, he's been there for he's been there well over ten years now. Because he had a he would have had a testimonial, wouldn't he? But he said no one would have gone, and he's right. But, yeah, he's correct. <laughs> you know, you'd have to have it down the park. We'd all go. <laughs> what? What would? Where would there be more fans? Uh, Phil Jones testimonial or the Arcade Fire gig in Birmingham tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting into that one. If anyone wants to read up about it, you can do. I'm not getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a touchy one, that. That's, that's, yeah. one, that's, that's more one for my podcast, that. Yeah, it? yeah. I'll let you cover that one. Yeah. What the, will there be more? What? Where would there be more fans? We'll, we'll discuss it this week. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll leave the dicey stuff to, to my podcast. We'll, yeah, you, we'll, can, you can be cancelled. I don't want to that's be cancelled. Hey, look, I ain't even bothered. <laughs> not bothered. I will, even if the people were like, oh, well, oh, yeah, that's a bit harsh what he said I'd be like well I'll just talk about that on the podcast next week yeah how you uh, don't think that I should say certain things yeah yeah and that's why the part your podcast is great so um but going back to um going back to uh it's the problem with having me on yeah this is yeah we just get just get diverted um look Rogers has got, he's, he's got to he's now got to earn his 10 million quid he's got to pick these players up he's got to Work out a system that works with the players he's got. You can't play four three three with an aging Jamie Vardy and one winger. You can't play Madison out. Who's your winger? Is it Barnes? What about Perez? He's not really a winger. He's play. He's played a lot of games there. What would you say, attacking midfielder? I would say yeah, he's a he's an attacking mid. I mean, not uh, Perez isn't my favourite Leicester player. He's not going to go down in my. Uh, in my books as one of the best ever but actually last night when I was I said to the person that sits next to me last night I was like because we had nothing out on the right there was it was and Rogers Roger was saying after the game oh I thought we were getting a lot of luck down the right down the left our left and I thought well apart from the fact that on the one occasion that Barnes was one-on-one against Dallow Dallow fouled him got booked but that other than that Dallow was there was, he wasn't troubled no, at all. What I actually was impressed with with our because we we had a few bookings last night. Yeah, three of you, three of your back four got booked. The Malaysia one was harsh actually because he got the ball. Did he? I can't. Yeah, from he where got, I was sitting, I he got the ball. Tell. And the only thing I can think is that it was for the for the follow through. But in my opinion, it was a harsh booking. I thought the ref was poor. 
for yeah, both, I thought for, it was for both teams. There was a there was a tackle that Tillemans did quite early on in the game where yeah, okay, he went through the side. I think it was of Bruno, but he yeah. clearly won the ball. Free kick. Yeah. And then you're saying about the uh, Malassia one that he did actually win the ball. Oh, Tillemans definitely won the ball actually in that one. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? For sure. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a good old fashioned tackle, and Pawson just he's a crap ref anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Well, they all are, but. Um, but I, I was impressed with how the lads who did get booked managed the rest of the game because, you know, Barnes was, you know, constantly going at Dallow, but Dallow just stood his ground. And yeah. Didn't, yeah. Didn't yeah. go stupid, didn't go flying in or anything like that. Uh, and so I was really impressed. It's like an actual discipline to the back four, which, you know, if that, you know, that, if that's, I know he's a scapegoat for a lot of United fans, but if it's Maguire. He probably does get sent off. There's a second booking coming. Yeah. And and and, and he was like that at Leicester as well. Yeah, because to the, be fair. The composure just isn't there. And that's no, it's probably not. why he's been sitting on the bench the last three games. But I mean, from just talking about Maguire, it was quite it was uh, whether it was because he wasn't actually on the pitch, but there was there was no stick whatsoever from the Leicester fans. And I don't know whether that's because uh Rogers has come out and said that Compared to Fafana, Maguire was professional right to the very end. Now, I don't know whether so whether he's a, whether Leicester fans' opinion of Maguire has has changed, but or whether it was just because he simply wasn't on the pitch. I'm sure if it had come onto the pitch at some point, it had probably been booed or whatever. But I, I found that I, I just found that little that was a little something I, I picked up on that there was there was nothing nothing even when he went to yeah, warm even up, when he was warming up yeah there, there wasn't. People weren't booing him. Whether it's just because it's now been two or three seasons and we've I think moved it's on. because your attention is focused elsewhere. Well, yeah, there, there is that. There is that, I think, absolutely. I think Tielemans maybe should have been rested last night. Not rested because he's unfit. Rested because we were still in the transfer it was window. deadline day, yeah. And his head obviously had been turned during the course of the window. Of course it had, yeah. Because, you know, the move to Arsenal really did look like it was going to go ahead at some point. It looked like a dead cert. But, yeah, but you know his head wouldn't have fully been in it last night. I mean, I mean, I think you could tell that from his performance anyway. When you get you get hooked to about seventy minutes or something I, like that. I th- I th- yeah, I believe he came off. Yeah, but Pretty yeah, I don't true. think he should have played last night. Um, or he, you know, at least not started. Yeah, yeah. Bring him on a bit a bit later on. Um, but you know, the transfer window hasn't helped you because this Fafana stuff has been ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been. He, he probably less than professional I would say you know he, he he's you said he's got previous anyway didn't you with, he has with got, stuff he, like this he so. has got previous yeah he did it at St Etienne and I guarantee he might he may have signed a seven year contract but I guarantee within if he if he progresses like I think he will I'll give it three seasons and he'll be pulling the same crap when Real Madrid won him yeah I mean sharing posts on Instagram and all this you know and stuff like that it's just it isn't the way to go. Look, you know, if Chelsea, Chelsea did come in with a, a, you know, a crazy offer. Yeah, yeah. Probably, you know, not even as much as what Leicester would have wanted, perhaps. No, no. Because when I saw the final deal was like 75. 75 plus add-ons. Because all the talk was that it would be a record breaker, so it would be more than uh, Maguire. And I wish it was. <laughs> Just to take a little bit of stick Just away from Just to take a, bit, take a bit away from him, yeah. Um, so I was expecting somewhere around the region of 80, 90, which yeah. would have been, and, and I think eventually the, the, the club have decided, look, 75 is, that's 
going to have to be done because we've got a player here that's unhappy that's training with the under 23s doesn't want to be here so it's disappointing uh, with Fafana but I I've been saying to you for ages how good he is. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I you know, I, I'm, I can't, you know, although I have that affinity to Leicester, I can't sit here and say that I watch him week in, week out because I don't. But, um, you know, to be honest, I can't really slate Fafana for being unprofessional given that one of the, the, the player that we have just signed was also incredibly unprofessional in the way that he went about his business to get his move. But yeah. that's footballers and young footballers as well, you know, some more level-headed than others. Yeah. Uh, some want their name up in lights. Some ain't bothered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, more power, you know, more power to him. He's got his move. Let's hope he backs up his move for Fana. You know, Kula Bali and Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva still going real strong Somehow. as well. <laughs> yeah, he's on, he looks so young as well. Oh yeah, he, he doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't look much over thirty, and he's like nearly. He's older than us, and, yeah, we, he is, and, yeah. and we look like shit. Oh, we look absolutely appalling. <laughs> and then Thiago Silva's there, looking fresh-faced in uh, like having photos with fans before the game and that. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know. Are Chelsea gonna try and play with a back three, or is one of them gonna drop out? Or I think they'll try and play with a three, so that so, so three centre backs, two wing backs. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's why they sign like Kukurea and they've got they've got Reese James, haven't they? And and um, I I think realistically, if they're going to play Silver, they need to for as good as he is, he is thirty eight, so he needs to be in a three with. And Fafana is quick. He's yeah. like I I I I've seen it. Whether, whether he's still like it now because he had his his leg broke was was broken pre season last season. Um. He's got like winger pace mm. when he gets when he gets running. He's, so got, he's quick. So you got pace in Fafana, strength in Koulibaly, and brains in Thiago Silva. So yeah. you would think that's the perfect combination, really. Yeah, but then Chelsea can't score goals. Oh, they have got like, like Havertz and Mount have played seven hundred minutes of football, not scored or assisted. It's amazing to me. I mean, I don't know why Chelsea never go out and buy a striker. No, no. I mean, you know, I mean. <laughs> It's Does unreal that, to me. It's it's quite Chelsea's. Um, I mean, they've, they've, I'm skipping ahead a bit, but they've they've they got a Bamiyang yesterday. I don't think he's going to light the world on fire in a Chelsea shirt, though. Not anymore. Well, he's 33, isn't he? I mean, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's it isn't old because players do look after themselves more now. Yeah, I mean, of course. If they you do. were signing a 33 year old Paul Merson. <laughs> You'd be questioning you, you, what your team's doing, wouldn't you? Well, the thing is, that's the difference. Like at thirty-three, Abamyang's gone from Arsenal to Barca to Chelsea. Uh, Paul Merson was playing for Middlesbrough in the Championship, so you know that's the difference. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so he's not—he's not exactly a slouch. And yes, he's was you know he was good at Arsenal for the first. Yeah, he was before he was. you know he fell out of favour or whatever. But I don't know. I think Aubameyang's better off the left. I don't think he. Yeah, is I, a central I, 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 I don't. No, I don't think he's a central so striker. Chelsea are still missing that central striker because if they're going to play him there, they've got to make sure that service gets there. Yeah, for him to obviously get on the end of. But it just baffles me how it didn't how it didn't work for Lukaku. But that's why because the service wasn't there. Yeah, true. Well, Lukaku needs the service because his first touch is appalling. Yes, his first touch is a tackle. Yeah, his first touch is absolutely terrible. He's he is quick. 
but he's not quick at the same time. It looks like he runs in sand. And yeah, it's weird. He's, he is. He's quick. He's powerful. But at the same time, I always think he looks clumsy. Yeah, I'm not. It's weird with the Lukaku because you know he had a good start again at Chelsea, just like he had a good start at United. Not, yeah, but so quickly things just seem to change with him. And yeah. I think his attitude is terrible. <laughs> no matter where he goes, his attitude's awful. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. Soon it, it almost. As soon as the goals started to dry up at Chelsea and their form started to dip a little bit, he was like, oh, you know, all the talk of going back to Inter Milan. Oh, I miss being in Italy and all this. I miss the Inter Milan fans. So he's, you know, just stay in Milan. Yeah, he he didn't end it. That was was his Chelsea career over. Pretty much. And it was so soon into it as well. Yeah, it was like October, October time. He did that interview for, for Sky Italy. As soon as his head Very is turned, strange. or as soon as things aren't going his way, I mean, it's all right in the Italian league for him. Yeah, it's a different. It's a it's a different style of football. It's a it's a tad slower. Yeah, so his first touch, it's still he's still probably quite got a chance to run onto it. But yeah, of course, yeah. But yeah, in the yeah. Premier League, you do not have that. No, you don't at all. Because as soon you as don't. you have that first touch, nine times out of ten, there's somebody there pressing you. Yeah, yeah, there is, there is definitely, um, just. Very quickly, going back to the United-Leicester game. Um, the last thing I want to say about Rodgers is, from a Leicester fan's point of view, if you are going to take on the owners, you're going to lose. 100% from, you are. Because the, fan, because the fans won't have that. The affinity that those own, that, that Vichai had and now Top has got with those fans far outweighs anything that any manager could do. Yeah, Rodgers delivered as the FA Cup for the first time in our history. Two top five finishes. Eighth last season, which was I don't know how we finished eighth, but there we go. But if if you're going to take on the owners, the fans are going to turn on you. Yeah, of course. Because yeah, uh, I I think if you lose at the weekend, uh, I think you might be gone. I think I think last I think if you'd have took a batter in last night, I think if it was any more than three 0 last night, I think you'd have gone today. Uh, I yeah, I th- I I was I, I I'm of the, I'm the same opinion. I think it, had it been. Four or five nil last night, something like that. I think he could have well have gone today, um, but I mean, I, I get. The, I mean, I didn't think. I, I didn't think United did anything. Like, I think we probably already said it. We didn't do anything special, but they didn't have to. No. Uh, and you know, for, for, from for, from a United point of view, to go away to to Leicester, even if we are playing so badly, go away to Southampton and pick up these one nil wins. It's 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 a positive and and. Well, those are games that we'd have lost last season. Yeah, yeah. Or with certain players in the team. Yeah. This season could have potentially lost. Um, yeah. But like you say, that back four now, that looks like the back four. Quick one, what did you think to Casemiro when he came on? Because I thought he was really good. He, he he was making it look easy. Yeah, very. Very easy. He, yeah. he just, he, he looked every every bit a Champions League winner. Yeah. You know, you know, you know. I think there was, there was one tag, one fifty-fifty lost. With, um, but it was one of them. It was like when we used to play five aside, and you, the ball would hit you, and then it hit the other uh, player. And come on, yeah, and yeah. It just bounce, it just bounce off. So, but no, I thought he, I thought he looked, I thought he looked, he looked good. He looked calm. He looked collected. Um, and I think this is, it's, it amazes me with, with. Um, United, how how has it taken for Ten Hag to realise that McTominay and Fred can't play in the same midfield? Because oh, yeah. I thought McTominay was good last night. Yeah, and he was good against Southampton as well. <laughs> yeah, 
And he was good against Liverpool, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, but that's um, the thing. A lot it's of, crazy. A lot of people, you know, a lot of these, you know, fan TV people, uh, them, mm. them sorts of people, yeah. they're, they're very quick to call for McTominay's head. Yeah. Now, you know, I've been critical of McTominay because he's been poor and, you know, the, the combination of him and Fred doesn't work. Doesn't know. Um, but it doesn't make him a bad player. No, and, it doesn't. And it he doesn't. can be coached. And if you, But you've got to have the right coach. Mm. Ollie wasn't the right coach. No. He was barely a coach. No. You know, Ranjit came in. You know, he was, he was literally there to inform the club as to what the issues were. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know... The, Most the, of it's been addressed. The, yeah, it has. And the, the fans were having none of him. The play, No, sorry. The players were having none of him. No, of course not. And they, they knew it was temporary and they just weren't asked. No. And then, obviously, Ten Hag's come in and it looked, you know, everything is looking a lot more positive. So that's what I'm taking from the last two results. Not glamorous wins by any stretch. They yeah, don't need to be. You know, beats, you know, someone, Gina said yesterday, well, they could have easily lost that game against Southampton. Yep, but we didn't. But we didn't. No, that's it. And, you know, we grinding out wins and playing as a team. And for me, that's enough as a United fan. Of I'd team. absolutely love a scabby 1-0 win on, on Sunday against what? Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would take anything at the minute. Um, I... I think Rodgers has got two games. We've got Brighton on Sunday away, which um, I just can't see as winning. And then we've got Villa at home. Uh, the, if you don't win that, he'll definitely Oh, he's gone. definitely gone. If we don't win if we don't win that, he's gone. That could be the sack uh, sack derby. El Sackico. Yeah, because Gerard <laughs> Gerard's massively under pressure. The, the, there's a chance as well. I said this uh, to someone earlier at, at work who's, who's a Villa fan. I said, well, I said two things. I said, that Leicester Villa game, that could be a Premier League game where both teams are managed by a caretaker manager. And I think Rodgers could end up at Villa and Gerrard end up at Leicester. Now... Would you want him? No. No. Um, for Villa, now, for Villa, that would be that would be great. And I've been, I've been saying this to a couple of Villa fans I know. They're like, oh, I don't want Rodgers. I was like, no, no, no. He's a great coach. It'd be great for you for two seasons. And, and they'll then, back him as well. And then his head will fall off. Yeah. Gerard, no, I don't I don't want Gerard. I mean as and when it would take some sort of miracle now I think for Rodgers to keep his job. As and when it happens I'll talk about who I think or who I'd like. I know who I'd like. I don't think it's very realistic, but there we go. Um never say never. No, never say never. No, I suppose Everton fans didn't think they were going to get Ancelotti, but there we go. Whatever happened to him? I don't know, not a lot. Don't know. He ain't winning nothing. No, no, he's not doing a lot. Not no. doing a lot with his silly eyebrow. <laughs> right, let's quickly go through it. So, yeah, uh, Leicester are going down. Um, <laughs> let's quickly go through the other results. Just a couple of there's a couple of really big talking points. Typical, oh, the curse of the podcast. There was big news after I'd recorded. Standard stuff. Right? Um, it was the next morning, but. Still, there yeah. I am. The podcast comes out at nine o'clock, and half an hour later, there's big news. That's the games and grabs classic. It is, it is, it is. Yeah, that's that's classic. Us, um, Palace drew against Brentford, fairly decent result, I guess, for both on that one. Fulham beat Brighton, so Brighton go into the weekend on the back of a defeat. I, I'm, I'm clinging on to anything here. Hey, look, <laughs> whatever's getting you through the day because I, you know, chocolate. <laughs> it's getting me through the day. I was so depressed this morning. Because after those two results at the beginning of the season, I, I was oh, I was done. 
Well, you were, you were, you'd, you'd, you'd unfollowed him on Twitter, and yeah, you yeah, were gone. Your right, head was gone. <laughs> Deleted the app. <laughs> Stop wearing my shirt. Piss off. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not having it. Yeah, you, were, you, you wore your shirt on the way to holiday and then within about half an hour you had like three lots of people heckling you and you're like right I'm taking this off yeah <laughs> yeah it was like it's like hi oh, doing you alright doing better than you yeah probably this is coming off yeah. <laughs> appreciate it it was when that woman went oh you went all the way to Brentford for nothing yeah. for nothing it's like oh I get it yeah they lost 4-0 yeah, yeah. hilarious I didn't go to Brentford either, love. All right. Yeah, yeah, we didn't go. Keep your opinion to oh, yourself. You <laughs> um, Southampton are flying. Beat Chelsea two one. Yeah, and oh, they've made it. signings as well. Yeah, you they've know made what? a lot of signings. We all thought, you know, we thought Hassan Hüttel was in trouble. Yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the favourites to first favourites to go, wasn't he? First but manager. Tell you what, they they they're playing some decent stuff, and he's he's turning the ship around a bit, and the owners are backing him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. I Definitely. don't want to see this continue though because I'm not a big Southampton fan, but it is what it is. <laughs> no, no. Uh, one of their, it was one of the goal scorers whose name I can't remember. He is the first Premier League player born in 2004 to score. Oh yeah, I saw that actually. It made me feel like a right granddad. Oh, yeah, it made me feel physically sick. Yeah. Uh, but fair play to him. It was a good goal. Uh, Leeds drew against Everton. Uh, I thought Leeds would win this one. But there we go. Everton, they've made some good signings as well. And and this is, again, this is, I'm going back to Leicester, but this is what worries me a little bit is I feel now that our, whereas before I'd see our competition as West Ham and whoever looked like they were going to finish fifth or sixth, I'm now looking at Everton, Bournemouth, Fulham, genuinely. Um, and Everton are making signings and I'm thinking, oh God. The thing is with Everton, Everton always make signings, and it it doesn't really work for them. Yeah, I, I I've seen I've I've seen a few things where people have said, well, Everton can make these signings. I think like Idrissa Gay coming back, that's a big signing. But is he the same player he was before he went? Of course not. But he's he's what four years older? Three or four, three or four, yeah, probably. And he only cost two million, so the risk is low really yeah, it is low because um, Sky Sports were reporting that it was 8 million but then the report one of the other reporters went it's more like 2 and nowhere near the 8 that no. was initially being reported so it isn't bad business he knows the Premier League he's obviously played at Everton before fans like him yeah and he'll you know he should realistically walk into that Everton midfield he, he, he should do he should do with, with Everton it's like you can buy these players these these good good players but is the manager good enough? Oh, that's 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 the big question around Everton. I, mean, I, I think the answer is no. I mean, I don't think Lampard is a good man. I don't think he's he's not been anywhere and shown me that he's a good manager. No, I mean when he was when he was at Derby in the Championship, he had a lot of lone players yeah. from Chelsea. He had Mason Mount. Yeah, he had Tamori, who's now at AC Milan. Uh, so he had a lot of he had some really good lone players, and he got to the got to the playoff final. And uh, they lost, didn't they? They lost to Villa. So yeah. it remains to be seen whether he is. But it, it all depends what what's the because um, what's the ambition at Everton? Is it to be fighting relegation every season? No, absolutely. No, not. it's not. They 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 are. Yes, they are. They are at the moment very much in Liverpool's shadow, but they are still a big, well-known football team. They are, but you know, the, there's always this sort of thing with Everton where you know they make a few signings. 
and they string a few results together. Not this season, obviously. But, you know, they start the league well, and everyone's like, Everton looking really good this year. Yeah, yeah. And then all well, of a sudden... last year with Benitez, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it just nosedives. Yeah, and just falls off a cliff. It's a similar story with Everton. Lampard is not the answer. No. I feel for him with Ancelotti, because obviously, you know, as soon as Madrid came calling, <laughs> yeah, he weren't staying at Everton. And it's, you know, that's the... You know, that's a sad reality. But, um, you know, Benitez didn't work. And Lampard won't won't see... I don't think Lampard will see January. Interesting. Because, yeah, they've made the signings. They've brought James Garner in, who I think is good. But I'm not going to sit here and be one of these top Reds who are going to go, James Garner's amazing, should have stayed at United. I can't believe we've only sold him for... 15 million or whatever yeah because I think he looked good for Forrest in the championship mm -hmm. but the Premier League's a, a totally different prospect um, you know you, you can't really you can't go off this but obviously I went to um, the Real Vallecano game in pre-season yeah and I thought James Garner was awful yeah he didn't, he didn't look like he was up to anything for me I'd rather have McTominay in there yeah yeah of course yeah so he, he's the kind of player and you could say the same for a lot of players that the top Reds think are very, very good and aren't. Andreas Pereira. Um, Chong, obviously, has just gone to Birmingham and yeah. he... Uh, Hannibal. ...was touted. Hannibal's gone on loan and I do think he's very good, but he's got a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, Is he the one that likes to fly into tackles? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yanazai, you know? Yeah. So, James Garner, will he do a job for Everton? It'll be fine. He'll be fine. But yeah, don't expect him to set the world on fire because I don't think he will. And look, I'm happy to to eat my words if he comes comes great and, you know, does you know, keeps Everton ticking and they do well, but no, nah, no, I don't I don't think I think it's a fine signing. I think it's an th okay signing. I think United have got a buyback on him, haven't they? No, did I don't think it happened in the end. Did it not? No, I don't okay. think um, that's the an interesting happened. one because Man City do it a lot with their players. Yeah. But that's because it's a kind of a part because of Pep and everything. They do that a lot in, in Spanish football. But not many, you don't get that a lot in this country. No. Like buyback clauses. Uh, apart from, I say, like I say, apart from Man City, they do it with pretty much. I mean, they had a buyback clause on Iheanacho when they sold him to, mm. to us, to Leicester. So. Probably not having him back, are they? No, no, no. But I like Inacho. Should start him. We should go two up top. Him and Vardy, or him and Dakar. But anyway, I digress. Um, Bournemouth, managerless Bournemouth, drew nil nil with Wolves. I hear the game was absolutely awful. I mean, nil. I it, it, it sounds absolutely <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it sounds appalling. Um, so yeah, so Scott Parker is the first manager sacked in the Premier League this season. They got battered 9-0 at the weekend, but I don't think it was the result that has got him the sack. No. Um, I, I don't think he's in there with the owners, really, was he? No. Um, the result doesn't help, obviously, but the result really just gives the owners, you know, the real excuse to, to give him the heave-ho because, um, yeah, I mean, if they wanted him gone, but you, you can't really justify it if they're, you know, if they've pulled a good result off or mm. whatever. Yeah. Um, well, but, they've got a win this season. Yeah. They, they have got a win. They won on the opening day. So you, you can't sack him off the back of a win. No. Can't sack him off not. the back of a draw, really, because Bournemouth, no. you know. Um, 
But if you get thraped 9-0, then there's your excuse. And I would imagine straight away they were like, okay, cool, we can get rid of it tomorrow. Yeah, and I think as soon as he came out and, and was saying, I've not really been backed, uh, a result like this will probably happen again. It, but again, I, that's a negative on top of a negative. It's such a, ne- it's, it's such a negative. We talked earlier on. What about Rogers, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing exactly the same. Uh, oh, I think Scott Parker knew what he was doing. Uh, probably, yeah. He knew that that relationship was untenable and then... It is. He said what needed to be said for the owners to go right. You're not undermining us like that. You're off. So I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens to him next because that's twice now that he has effectively failed at a, a, a Premier League level. Yeah. So and and he was backed massively in January. They spent so much money in January in the Championship. Well, they were hell bent on getting promoted. Uh, yeah, and it, and if memory serves me correct, they only just went up automatically. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure Fulham ended up winning the league. Well, Fulham absolutely battered the league, didn't they? Yeah, but I think they only just went up because um, Forest came really close to going up automatically, and yeah. in the end came up through the playoffs. And Bournemouth should have been light years ahead with that squad that yeah. they had. So I know he, he can't say that he he hadn't been backed like in January. I know it's another window, and you're in a different league, so you kind of go again with your signings. But yeah, so I don't know. There's it's interesting, you know. No one's come in. No names have even been mentioned. So it's not yeah, like I've seen it's literally it, nothing. Yeah. It's not like it's not like the owners have thought, right? We've got someone lined up ready. You know, we've got Sean Dyche has already agreed he'll come. Yeah, they've just thought now we've got to get rid of this guy, so he's gone. Uh, Wolves, they're not having a great season. Mid- Midlands football is on its ass <laughs> at the moment. Wolves is a weird one for me because I don't know. It's just. They just seem to be doing nothing, like just meandering around. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's a, they, when you look at the Wolves result, you almost feel like, ah, oh, no one really cares. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. Not, they're, not, they're not completely crap, but they're not doing anything of any worth to make people go, ooh. Yeah, I don't, I don't expect them to be... I expect them to be sort of having a bit of a struggle this season, but I don't think they'll be like, oh God, yeah, they're, they're, they're 18th with three games to go or anything like that. No, they'll, they'll be sort of doing what <laughs> Stoke West Brom did for all those, Burnley yeah, did for yeah. all those seasons. Yeah, but yeah. And you know what? They just lack a striker. They're completely, you know. I mean, they've got one, but you know, he's not the same as no. he was before his injury. No, no. No, not at all. So yeah, like I say, Midlands football in general, East and West is on its arse at the moment. Uh, Forest are technically the best Midlands team. However, they did <laughs> lose six nil to Man City. Um, how good is Erling Haaland? Oh, I mean, we we knew how good he was before he even came to the Premier League. And you think, all right, you, you've banged in goals, you know, left, right, and centre where you've been before. Premier League, different prospect. Can he still do it? And he's making it look easy. It's absolutely insane. I mean, what two hat tricks in a, on the bounce, isn't it? Yes, yeah, back to back. I mean, it's he just makes everything look so easy. His positioning is amazing. He's powerful. He's quick. He's you know, he's he's the perfect striker, and I think he's the best striker in world football. Yes, by an absolute distance. Yeah. I think someone said to me, "Do you think he's better than Kane?" And straight away, I was like, "Yeah, yes." I, was like, I think he's way better than Kane, um, and. You know, in two, three, four years' time, the amount of goals that he scored will prove that as well. Because he will. I mean, Man City are obviously very good anyway, but you know the deliveries get in. 
he can just he can he can pull a goal out of any situation. For me, it's the movement. Yeah, the, the move. Like I've already seen people saying that he's a tapping merchant. No. Oh, if right. it was as easy as that, we'd all be doing it. Hey, if he's a tapping merchant, I want a tapping merchant at United. Oh, I want to. Yeah, well, yeah, I would I, love I, a tapping merchant. I'd, yeah, you know, let's have that. I'd like a goal. Well, yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. But <laughs> no, like, but you're right. You are right. Just, just give me. It's the thing is, it's just this this modern day obsession with these with these like. Um, I'm going to say it. They're, they're, they're young football fans that have only ever known the Premier League, and, yeah, and they yeah. and they expect every goal to be like bloody. Well, they want FIFA goals. They want FIFA goals. Yeah, they want people like doing skill and flick ups and all that, and then banging it in the top corner. That's not that's not football. That's not reality. I mean, even the. I don't know whether you've seen his goals. Do you watch it? Did you watch it? I've I've seen the goals. Seen the goal. I've, yeah, I've I seen mean, the goals. even the one that he headed it in from a yard. How yeah. high did he jump? Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous, and he was just hanging in the air waiting for it, and then just nodded it in. It was it was ridiculous. He's he's a complete he's a total athlete, but he's he literally has it all. He's the he's the total package in terms of he's got everything. What yeah. a, what a striker should be. He's the perfect modern striker. The, a lot of people have said, yeah, but what about his injury record? How old is he? Uh, he's young, twenty two. Is he? Yeah, he he he's only just really stopped growing. Yeah. You know, from from you know, he he is. I mean, he's he's probably been that tall since he was about sixteen. Yeah, more than likely. But he has technically just he, he has only just stopped growing. He has only just technically turned into a man. Yeah, and look at and so you're going to get injuries when you you're growing. You know, you are, especially you, if you're going to be that tall. And you know, you you know, when you're a youngster as well, you, you're fearless. Of course, and yeah. obviously, you know, you, your game matures as you get older. Yeah, yeah. and you know. You know, if he's sort of like tearing around, yeah, you know, trying to, you know, just trying to score a goal, like trying hard yeah. to score a goal, then you are going to get injured. Of course, you are. And I think as well with him is, I think he's actually. I've already seen enough for me to think that he's got enough of a footballing brain that he will become a more, which is a scary thought. He will become a, a more intelligent footballer. Yeah, yeah, like Kane yeah. has. Like yeah. Kane's become a lot more intelligent. Drops deep. You know, sometimes he even acts like a number ten, and Son is your striker. But I think Harlan can do that. I've already seen glimpses of that. You know, there was the the I caught a little bit of the game the other night, and you know, the ball went up to him, and he was just able to head it down to the midfielder. Yeah. Like really simple, really simple stuff. But that's going to be Pep as well in his ear because yeah, you know he's got a great, he's got you know the probably the best yeah coach in the world. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, at, he makes helm, play, so. he makes players better. And the oh, thing is, yeah. with Man City, a lot of the time they've they've already beaten teams before. They've beaten teams in the tunnel. Yeah. It's even worse now. Thing is, Forest give a really good show of themselves you know what? in the game previous against Tottenham. Yes. And lost. But they they clearly were spent after that game yeah I thought yeah I, I thought that but what I was imp- what impressed me about Forrest which is hard for me to say is that even at 6-0 they kept going mm. which was the complete opposite to what I saw last night and Leicester were only 1-0 down I, it was I, like the complete opposite it I, was... I said to somebody last week that if Forrest are going to play the way that they do all the time like cause they're very attacking, very sort of on the front foot. Yeah, they are going to get battered. Yeah, yeah, they will. They'll By get the, the good teams like Leeds. Like Leeds, example. Leeds were yeah, yeah. Le- it 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 Play almost like it almost didn't. Uh, it it almost cost Leeds their 
Premiership status, oh, didn't yeah. it, last year, or Premier League status last season. Because, you know, it's all right. You know, I, everyone loves attacking football. Of course we do, yeah. But, you know, it really can. Right, it, especially in this league, it's ruthless. Because You know, I think, you know, if Forrest played that way against United, I'd fancy United to just counter and batter them. Yeah. I'd fancy, yeah, yeah. I'd fancy mo- you know, Liverpool will do the same to them if they play against that. So you have to find that sort of, you know, figure out the teams that you can do it against but then you need a plan B for the teams that you really shouldn't be doing it against. You, you don't You don't even have to be a newly promoted team to be found out of doing that. Yeah. like that. That's that's why for, for so long, Leicester were quite successful against the big six. Yeah. Because they would go to an away game, you know, to the King Power and be like, we're not going to shut up shop. We're going to play our brand of football. And then... It just be counter attack, ball through to Vardy, goal. Well, the perfect example is when you beat us. Yeah, the five, the five three, and, yeah. the, and f- even like last season, four two. Yeah, uh, yeah. We perfect. came and played your open style of football, and uh, we did it to Man City as well. Yeah, we did it to Man City the year after, like the sixteen seventeen season. Pep tried to play this open, but he, he did something weird. He put De Bruyne at left wing back or something. It was really weird, and we just we were three 0 up at half time. Mm. So it, you don't even have to be a newly promoted team. You have to be so careful. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's the, it's it's you know that it's the best league in the world, obviously. Um, you know, and the standards are high across the board. But you and you have to be very tactically smart with how you approach every game. No team, no one team is the same in that league. No, no. Each team has an identity, and some of it is kind of, you know, we, we want to be like them. But you know, like you say, each team's got their own. Uh, I, I don't know. Be, I mean, Forest. Forest have signed twenty-two players this summer. But and you know how difficult that's going to be to get them all on the same page. One of them, oh, which I'd, I had to read it three times. They signed someone yesterday from a championship team. Okay, and then immediately loaned him to Olympiacos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what I read. Probably got no room on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> signed all these players and got no room for them it's like that picture I sent you earlier the, oh, the, 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 the forest yeah. team photo and it was like a, a school you know when like the whole school has a photo yeah it yeah, was like yeah. Um, um, absolutely unreal but I mean I know they, they lost the, they lost 13 players in the summer yeah so and, and there are there are supposedly there's method behind the madness apparently as to why they've signed so many players I don't know we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see jury's out yeah Leicester play them in a few weeks. That'll be when Lingard gets his first Forest goal. <laughs> okay, um, the champions elect Arsenal uh, beat <laughs> Aston Villa two one. Um, they are flying at the minute. Yeah, they are. They are playing well. They've but... had some kind fixtures. They play your lot at the weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll obviously come on to predictions a little bit later on, but I guess with the form that United are in, that's going to be their first real test, isn't it? Arsenal's first real test, or yes, yeah, 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 because you've 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 played Liverpool, beaten them, so you've you've had a test. Yeah, um, yeah, it will be a test for them. Um, you know, confidence is high, and I understand that completely. Uh, Jesus is is like a different so player. Uh, Odegaard is very very good. Um, Ken's not having him. No, 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 Ken's <laughs> not having him. Not having him at all. But uh, he's he's good. You know, and. Yeah, you know what? They had an awful start last season, and yeah. this season they're they're flying. Yeah. 
can they maintain it all season? Injuries are starting to creep in a little bit. Um, I don't think. I mean, I think City will win the league. I think City will walk the league eventually. I think, yeah. Uh, but I, and I don't think. I think Arsenal will be in the top four. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll be in the top three. Okay. I think you okay, go top three. All right. Well, I think they'll be in the top four anyway. But yeah, either way. Yeah, they'll get Champions League football next season. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't. There's no way that they they will keep this form running. But you know, enjoy it while it lasts, Arsenal fans, because you've been through enough crap. As so yeah, you may they have, as well. They, they just... have to be fair, and for for the for the stick that Arteta gets, I do actually think he's done a really good job. I think he has too. I think he's done a very good job. Yeah. Um, and you know, good result against a, a struggling Villa. Yeah. Yeah. The pressure pressure's starting to show on on Gerrard big time. Big time. But... It, it, it's like I say, like you said, the, the, the Leicester Villa game next weekend, it could be a the loser loses the job. Just be a draw. They'll shake hands at full time and then both get sacked. <laughs> yeah. Well well done, unlucky for well done. losing your job. Well done, fancy job swap. Yeah. Yeah. Just hands him a villa coat at full yeah, time. Just, yeah, like instead of like the players swapping shirts, yeah, they, they, they swap, swap coats. They swap coats, yeah. Swap club ties. <laughs> <laughs> bit of tie swap going yeah, on. Yeah, bit of tie swapping. You tie don't see swap. it very often. We might no. start. No, look, look, let's start a new trend. Yeah. Um West Ham one, Tottenham one. I mean, I don't think this is a terrible result for Tottenham because I, I said on last week's podcast this is the sort of game that historically Spurs would do a Spursy and lose yeah. this game. And West Ham, they're not an easy team to play at uh at 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 home no so I, I didn't see a lot of the game I don't know whether you know were Tottenham unlucky or whether West Ham were unlucky but I, I don't think it's a terrible result uh, I think if Tottenham are going to be anywhere near challenging for the title it's the same as Arsenal really they need to a lot of it I think is going to hinge on how they do against each other yeah but possibly. you know you know if it sounds really obvious to say if Spurs can obviously take four points off Arsenal, you would think that would put them above them, but vice versa. So it's how they do it. It's, 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 and it's the same for United as well. It's how they do against the other big teams mm-hmm. that will define where they sit in that top six. Yeah, I mean, that, that traditional top six is going to be quite interesting to see where they all place this season, really. But uh, with Tottenham, yeah, I think they're okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like Tottenham are any further forward than they were last season. Do you not? No, I don't think Son has kicked on. He's I don't not. think he's not no. started very well. Um, I don't know. To me, they just seem like Spurs again. Yeah, that it's very much a... Conte's getting... He, putting his stamp on things now. You're starting to see players go, like like Mourinho's yeah, players. Yeah. They're starting to move on. Um uh, Harry Winks has gone Sampdoria. I mean, that's a FIFA. That's a weird FIFA transfer. If you've that's ever a really one. weird FIFA transfer. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Regulon has uh, gone to Atletico Madrid. Yeah. So and and there, I mean, Winks has obviously came through the youth team, but Regulon was a um, was a Mourinho signing. Yep. So Conte's putting his 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 stamp on it. Like you say, Man, Man City for me are the ones that are going to win it. Be interesting to see how Liverpool are still for me a little bit dodgy. Are they going to have? Are they going to be second and push City to the last game of the season? Who knows? 
Um, but there's so much football to be played, and Champions League starts next week as well. Yeah, we've got uh, Europa you know, League starts next week. You factor in the the World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's, there's so much football over the next few months that it's so. Di- I mean. You know, it's very difficult to see anybody stopping Man City from winning the league. But yeah. it's yeah. the other positions that are, I think, are very much up in the air. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And then uh, we've already talked about, obviously, United uh, and Leicester. So Liverpool beat Newcastle 2-1, 98th minute winner for Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> a lot has been said about Newcastle's uh, time-wasting, which, yeah, <laughs> they were. And I read today that apparently a number of Premier League clubs have written to the Premier League to officially complain about Everton and Newcastle's time-wasting tactics. <laughs> I mean, every club has their own way of time-wasting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, it, three minutes worth of time-wasting seems a lot to me because obviously Liverpool scored in the ninety. Eighth minute, minute, yeah, uh, of five minutes added on. But I look, if you're a Liverpool fan, you take that result all day because Mm. it doesn't matter when you score. If you score and the the game is still being played, we scored last season. The game had finished. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Was that Brighton? Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, Was that when it didn't have to? Didn't the game have to restart second penalty? Is that what it was? Because it was handball. Yeah, so basically, the the game had finished just, and then they went to VAR for a handball. Yeah, corner came in. Maguire headed it, didn't he? Yeah. And the bright, I'm sure it was Brighton, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Brighton. Brighton yeah. player handballed it. Full time whistle went. Yeah. VAR check penalty. Bruno steps up, win the game. It's only fair. But, it's only fair. You know, it's you know, it's annoying because, you know, none of us are Liverpool fans. We can't even sit here and pretend to be. No. But um you know, Newcastle were unlucky, I think, to be honest. I thought Newcastle were good. Yeah, and I, I read I read today that Eddie Howe's gonna be back to get in January. Well that, that, this, uh, and, this, and, and this, I mean thing, it's definitely it? gonna happen, isn't it? Because yeah, yeah. you know, the yeah. money I mean oh, they're, they're basically gonna be running on an infinite amount of money. It's it's an endless pot of money. It's 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 ridiculous. So, uh, right. So that was a a comprehensive look at the uh, the fixtures just gone. Obviously, we talked about the United Leicester game a lot. So, transfer wise, uh, United got their man with Anthony. Uh, pleased with that? Yeah. I, I I you know I can't sit here and say that I watch the Eredivis every week. You um, don't? Uh, surprisingly, not. Mm. Um, poor. But you know what? He looks a good player. He looks quick. He looks skillful. He looks big as well. So he, he looks like he... And obviously Ten Hag trusts him. And in that's good enough for me. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, everyone questioned sort of Lissandro Martinez and Tyrell Malassia and the fact that we've sort of dipped into the Dutch league for these players. But so far, Martinez possibly win one of the standout centre-backs of the season. Yeah. And Malassia arguably as well one of the standout left backs of the season so far talking to Martinez did you see what uh, Vardy said about him yeah he said he was a bully yeah and I think it was like as a term of endearment he wasn't complaining because that's no, not no, 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 that's no. not Vardy but um, you know that, that's the, that's what we've been missing we, have, we've lacked yeah. that because Maguire's not and you know soft. Varane's very much a 
a Rolls Royce defender. He, he is. He's a yeah, champagne yeah. defender, isn't he? He yeah. will do the mopping up, whereas Martinez will do the grubby work and yeah. get really stuck in there, and Varane will do the rest. But again, um, I think Martinez he's a, he's a, he's an intelligent player. Yeah, um, he is. Yeah, it was like there was a I don't know whether it was a cross or something. I think it was the second half last night. A cross came in, and Martinez he had to stoop down, so the ball must have been low. <laughs> he had to stoop down. <laughs> And he headed it, but it was a headed pass. Yeah. Like out. And yeah, like, yeah. Like from the out, and I was like, that's. I uh, watching it. I was like, it was right in front of me. I was like, that's class. It's funny because you're just know, so calm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you've got to have so much awareness of what's around you to, yeah. and you know, have confidence in your own ability to be able to sort of do that. And and the fact that he can play defensive midfield as well means he's probably he's got some technical ability, some vision, some awareness. So, you know, he's a good. Um, it is a good player, but yeah, I think I mean obviously Anthony went on strike, which is obviously disappointing. But yeah, you've got sure. your man. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a panic buy. You know, at well, the end we of the day, all season, so uh, all summer, all so. summer. So it's not, yeah, it's not a panic buy. I mean, you want to talk about panic buy? Talk about the one signing Leicester have made. <laughs> I can't even pronounce his name. I think it's Wout Faz. I think his name. name is. It's great a great name. name. I mean, he looks like David Luiz. So I'm just going to call him David from yeah, now yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and um, I thought his name was Woot because I was um, I was gutted. I wanted the chant to be Woot. There he is. Yeah, but it's not going to be. Apparently, it's Wout, which rhymes right. with gout. Yeah, let's hope he doesn't play like he's got gout. <laughs> Rogers has got gout. He's got dry lips. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, he, he's not a name that he's not a name that I'd heard. It's not like like you say with Anthony United have wanted him all summer, but with this guy that Leicester have bought, I'd never heard of him until about four o'clock yesterday afternoon. So yeah, I'd never heard of him. I saw, yeah, like Leicester put the the like the silhouette of his hair on Twitter, like we were all supposed to know who he was. Yeah, I'm like, you're, if you've been tracking this transfer for the last thirteen minutes, then you probably know who <laughs> you, this is. You, you but, might know who it is. Yeah, I but, mean, it looked like David Luiz. Well, I mean, there's also the rumours of Marcelo as well, so... Oh, God. Well, that was so weird, because for about five minutes, I, I was excited. I, I, I'll be honest. an awesome signing. Because uh, <laughs> I had visions of me walking in that club shop last night and getting Marcelo 3 on the back of my away shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, no, 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 it's fake. And then Fabrizio Romano, the, the, the man, said, no, 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 they are, they are after him. I'm like, hang on a minute. Surely not, but he's on a free. Yeah. So I don't know. It's not going to happen. We don't. The, the reality is, we don't need a left back. No, probably no. You don't. But <laughs> not well. I don't think we. I don't he think by left do. wing. Yeah, he could probably play up front at the moment. Yeah, anyway. fair enough. Um, and then the, I think the weirdest transfer for me, in a way, is. A kanji to Man City. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, I didn't really understand that one either. But I mean, it got done real quick, really quick. He was linked with Leicester at the start of the week, mm. and I thought, okay, yeah, because he is someone that I've, I'm aware of him through Football Manager and sure, FIFA yeah. and all of that sort of thing, uh, and I have actually bought him for Leicester in the past on on FIFA. So I've always thought, and and then I've the odd time I have seen Dortmund play in the Champions League, I thought, yeah, he's all right. And then you get obviously you 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 know your experts that watch the German football every week, mm-hmm. you know these Leicester fans that watch German football every week, obviously naturally. Yeah. Oh, he's rubbish. He's crap. Right. Okay. Well, why Man City just bought him then? Can't be that bad. The thing is, 
I think signings like that, I mean, what was it, 17 million or something? Yeah, he's in the last year of his contract. And there is a lot of football to play. You know, oh, a hell of Champions a lot. League a hell and of both a lot. domestic cups and whatever, yeah. as well as the league. So, you know, these kind of players, they're going to play, you know, they, they will play sort of against, uh, I hate saying it, but the, the lesser teams. So, yeah, yeah, of course. You know, yeah, yeah. if Man City are absolutely pissing their Champions League group, and they've already won it, you know, they've already won their group or they've topped their group or whatever, he'll just play the rest. Yeah, of course. And he'll play the Carabao Cup and he'll probably play the FA Cup because they, you've got to balance your team out. It's like, I, I can't, you know, I keep referencing back to United, but that's why we've bought the, all these players because, yeah, yeah. you know, we've still got Van der Beek. We could have let him go, but we are going to need him eventually. The the, the reality, like, and the reality is, like with you know talking five about five subs as well you know yeah exactly yeah five subs I mean you 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 you're gonna need these type of type of players that can come in and that you trust will do a good job I mean I expect that when United play is it Europa League next week oh uh, yeah we got Raul Sossi down at Old Trafford yeah so I, I expect I guess Maguire Maguire will probably play I would think so Bissaka and and yeah. that's the time to rotate and then and then you you Martinez and Varane they can have they can have a rest yeah a well deserved rest a well deserved well. rest yeah so I, I, it's, it's a weird one in the fact that I, I, if they've, if Man City have sold Ake which it looked like he was going to go to Chelsea at one point but Chelsea are trying to buy everyone yeah um, then I could have understood the Akanji thing as oh well they sold Ake but they've still yeah. got they've got Ake Stones Laporte Diaz and now they've brought in a fifth centre back but like you say, there's a lot of football to be played. And we just don't know. A club like Man City are going to have so many players go to the World Cup. Yeah, they're, you know, and they are going to get injuries during the course of the of course season. Of course they are. Yeah, even with five subs. Even with five subs, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I uh, that, that to me is a risk-free signing because of the price that he cost. Yeah, yeah. Which in the in the relative oh, in, scheme in, of things really isn't football, that much. Nothing. So I, don't, I, I think that's uh, I think that's an okay... I think it's a good signing... Um, it's just a risk-free squad-building signing. It just came from nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, it that's, did, that's yeah. the only thing. It just it, it did feel like it come from. from they also just thought, you know what? Just in case, yeah, we could do with we could do with a bit more cover. And the thing is, we we don't we don't know as well. We sit here as as fans of our clubs and as people that that watch football in general. Yeah, we don't. How do we know that John Stones isn't hasn't been playing through? Injury, yeah. having injections every week, and now actually he can go and have the operation he needs. Yeah, we we don't know these things, do we? So no. sometimes we question things like, why the hell have we done? And then you, you've got to sometimes you have got to trust, you know, what what yeah, what's going sure. on, what the decisions that managers make. I mean, as as much as I've criticised Rogers today. You do have to think. Well, he does work with these guys every week. Yeah, you know it, there is obviously a reason he's not playing Soyuncu. Yeah, I mean you know, there was and, people. And it's all this. There was people criticising Ten Hag's um, selection last night because people obviously want to see Casemiro start. They want to see Ronaldo don't, play. Don't change a winning team. Well, that that was his logic behind it. But you know, you get these people on Twitter who think they know better than well, top reds, isn't they? The manager and stuff, which is you know isn't the case. But top reds. Interesting transfer window. A lot of money spent. Oh, a record amount. Records amount nearly two billion, I think, just Something in the like prem. That. Yeah, it's crazy. But Which, and then the next, in terms of like league spends, I think La Liga was next at like six hundred and forty-four million. So yeah, that's so. just Barcelona. <laughs> Did you see today that uh, a number of clubs have been fined by FIFA for failing 
FFP. Barcelona wasn't one of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when you when you sell your and Man City, when you sell your toilet seats and you know Grass. urinal cakes and whatever else for <laughs> uh, you know millions and millions just just so you can register your players. You know, you're not you're not breaching financial fair play. Barcelona chocolate bars at twelve euros a pop. I mean, I know that I know things are. I know inflation's mad right now, but yeah, um, Barcelona Tic Tacs like purple and blue or whatever <laughs> with a badge on it, gone in five minutes because you've eaten them all. <laughs> Forty euros, only two calories a Tic Tac though. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, well, so that's good. That's yeah. good. At least you've not, you know, eaten badly, I guess. No, no. No, definitely not. No. Um, right, I just wanted to do a little thing with, obviously, with you being on here. Yeah. Um, you know, just talk about Manchester United. I know we've talked about them a lot, but I just want to, I want to ask you three things. Okay. So, why are you a United fan? Okay. <laughs> I know he's very blunt. Why are you a United fan? Who's your favourite ever player? And what's the best moment? Have been a United fan. No, in the, what's the best moment since you've been a United fan? Okay, so I'm a United fan because my dad, when I was younger, well, when I was very young, and the Premier League had just started, and we had we had Sky, so we were able to watch the games. Yeah, and my dad was trying to get me into football, so we played Norwich on a Monday night. Right, and my dad was like, "Oh yeah, sit down, watch the football," and I'm like, oh, okay. "Yeah, all right, okay." I'm like super young because I guess you're fully fully into wrestling at this point as well, are you? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, um, so I sat down, watched the game. I remember um, my dad was sat on the chair. I was sat in front of him. And so, so I would have been, what, um, eight? Seven or eight, yeah. 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 Um, we played Norwich. Uh, we were at home, I think. And my dad was like, oh, which, which team do you want to win? My favourite colour is red. So I went, the red team. And that was it. And it started from there. That was literally how it started. And I've never, never gone back since. So you could have been a Swindon fan. Could have been a Swindon fan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, could have sat down. I don't down. think it would have been, but... <laughs> Swindon Forest, any one of them other red teams in the Premier yeah, League Swind that Swind season? Swindon, for well, Swindon were a little bit after... The it depends what season it was, but... It was the, it was the first Premier League 92, season. 92, 93, so no, Swindon weren't in it then. Um, they got promoted the season after because they beat Leicester in the playoffs. Glenn Hoddle. Yeah, so that, that was literally... <sighs> I'm I'm over it. it. That was literally how it started, and then sort of just from there, I was. Don't know. There was some. It was just the excitement of watching it. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, you know, naturally we won because we were really good then, and you know, just the excitement of sort of seeing the team that you've picked win, and then you just, you know, you just, how you get into anything, I suppose. But yeah, that is literally the reason I'm a United fan. I mean, you know, we hadn't. I knew nothing at this point. No, no. So we hadn't won the Premier League. So obviously, it was the first, no, first Premier one. League. So, yeah, just because my favourite colour is red and that was it. And you don't realise stuff as well at that age. So it's like when I was... So at that time, I was I was a, I was a Leicester fan at that point. We were in the league below, which is now the championship. Yeah. But I didn't know that. No. Because every week I used to say to my auntie, why aren't Leicester on match of the day? <laughs> She's like, well, we will be one week. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's because we're not in the right... But you don't realise no, that. No, of course you don't, not, no. You know, um, you don't realise any of that sort of... No, you're an, sort of you're stuff. an idiot it's, kid. Yeah, yeah. With like four brain cells. You know, you pick the team, <laughs> you either pick the team where you live closest to or you pick the team with your favourite colour. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Did Did your dad ever try to get you to be a Leicester fan? No. Or was he just kind of, you, you, you know, do your own thing? No, I sort of, I pretty much just made my mind up. 
Yeah. And it was it was like, okay, well, I like this red team now. So, you know, at that time, we, you know, we were, we had, we had like gigs and, we, we you know, he was a bit of a poster boy for... Definitely, uh, yeah. Sharp. And, yeah. Hints. So we had all these players and it was very exciting and, you know, we were all over the place. You could buy... Oh. bloody Man United merch in birthdays remember the oh, birthdays yeah the oh god yeah <laughs> oh Jesus yeah Yeah. so yeah, yeah. That, that was literally it so from the first you know from the first Premier League season it was you know Man United and never went back and dad never tried to change it um, but your dad was just a chilled out guy anyway yeah for he? sure he yeah. so chilled out yeah he's not like me who's like full on brainwashing my children to be Leicester fans <laughs> no and I, you know when I have children I'll be the same I'll be yeah yeah, yeah it'd be like it'd be like there's a United kit yeah yeah you know there's your United baby grow yeah 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 it cost me 85 quid from the club shop so you will yeah. wear it I mean it was a Barcelona one it'd be 300 yeah 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 for sure Euros. but you know also they'll probably sell Barcelona nappies <laughs> and dummies and all the rest of it so I bet you any money there's Barcelona dummies oh yeah I think there's Leicester City ones is there yeah, you I spat out. mine out last night. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, favorite ever player. I mean, we're talking we're talking thirty odd years, and United have had some unbelievable players in those thirty years. Cantona, Giggs. I mean, it, it, it was always Beckham. it was always Giggs, right? But you know. You know, it, growing up, it was always gigs. I'm a left, I'm left-footed myself. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, you know, when I watched United, it was oh, this. You know, you always tried to play like the players that you like. Yeah. So if you're a left-footed person, you know, you're trying to you're trying to run like them and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Of course, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so it, it was always gigs. You know, it turned out to be a terrible person. I mean, yeah, and and not a very good poet. <laughs> not a terrible poet. Yeah, not great. Um, probably shouldn't be a published. Probably shouldn't get any of his work published. Maybe no. Um, no. So not a good person, but he was a great footballer, and he was sort of someone that. Well, he was a poster boy when we were when we were like you've already said when we were seven or eight. He was very much the poster. He was the you know all the girls fancied him. Yeah. He was one of them. He had the Ryan Gig soccer skills book, which I had, and I had the video as well. Yeah. Um. He was, you know, and you could you could buy his boots as well. It was, yeah. you know, the, so the Reebok, yeah, yeah Reebok, yeah. But yeah, so Giggs was always my my favorite player growing up. I mean, you know, I've had you know a lot a lot of players that have I've liked over the years, but Giggs is always the one that I would sort of go to in terms of him being my my yeah. favorite player growing up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that sort of stuff sort of stops when you I, get to a certain age and you like players, but you know, being fickle old football fans like we are, you turn on them pretty quickly. So yeah, yeah. But of course. Giggs, um, you know, regardless of all the stuff that's going on now, he hmm. was always the player that I loved growing up. And, yeah, yeah. You know, provided me with a lot of great memories. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Regardless of what he's doing now, it was always Ryan Giggs. Yeah. Good old gigs. I mean, you've said you've said to me in the past because you you had a season ticket for a few seasons as yeah, well, didn't yeah. you? Um, under was it was was it Moyes your first? Yeah, season? so Fergie had just retired, and the first season I had a season ticket was the Moyes season. Picked really good time the to ba- the get, banter era. Yeah, oh, Jesus wept. Do you go <laughs> looking? So I sat in the East Stand. You look right across the way, and you've got the chosen one. You're like, oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> that came down pretty quick. It must yeah, be said. Yeah, um, you, you've said to me like that the best player you've seen live is is Rooney yeah for sure yeah yeah and I, I have yeah, yeah. seen Ronaldo play but you know with Rooney it was it was just a different beast I mean um, 
you know, when he first joined United, I absolutely love the bloke. I mean, mm. I mean, people are always so critical of Rooney. And again, he's someone else who, off the field... Questionable, isn't questionable, it? Questionable, you know, but... Um, one thing you could never question when he was a player was his sort of desire and his love to actually play football and to see that on the like you know on the pitch and he was just a just an unbelievable footballer so tight, so yeah. skillful you know when he first came he was so quick and he deceptively quick you know yeah oh deceptively quick because he was always considered a, a bigger lad yeah for a football overweight but for me Which yeah Rooney was. was Rooney was uh, a, a, just a remarkable um a remarkable player. I, I I always feel with Rooney that if he was any other nationality, he would be held in so much higher regard. Yeah, but it's just the English way with the English media just to shoot these people down. And that that's just because that that in my opinion is because of because of England's performances in international tournaments. Yeah, when Rooney was always the one who was like, you know, when uh, that picture of him with the. Um, the, the, the paint crop. yeah the paint yeah um, you know that's plastered all over the front pages of yeah, the red I, 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 I had that um, I had that pinned up on my cause I, on the back of my desk at work at the time was a little like divider yeah and I had that pinned up but like you know <laughs> it was, it's a great image to be fair but great like, image yeah you know the, the press in literal this poster boy yeah the, the press in this country because he was like you know what was it the great white hope that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he was... He's going to bring us the World Cup. He, yeah, and you know, that is so much pressure. But then also, what the media in this country does is they also like to mix positivity with, a you know, an insurmountable amount of negativity. So, yeah, Rooney's going Rooney's gonna to take us to the World Cup, but also he's doing this. Yeah. And this is, you know, he shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah. And then, you, get, you know, there's just, and there was way too much pressure on that whole generation of... Uh, England players, uh, Rooney, you know, especially, and that you know, I, I would, I think that's why they never delivered. But I yeah, agree. Rooney was just just an a, astonishing football player, and you know, I think you know, he far. I mean, I watched Soccer Box, the Gary Neville program yeah. with Rooney, yeah, and you look at some of the goals he scored, and I mean, he was I mean, just, the, new, the Newcastle goal, it, oh. yeah, and just I mean, the, the Man City overhead kick. Well, Skinhead Rooney was awesome as well. He was just a, like he was a monster. Just he's like I'm going to shave my head. I'm going to kick people. Yeah, and yeah. It's, all, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, but yeah, Rooney uh, was you know the best the best player I've seen play live for United. And like yeah, I said, yeah. I mean I've seen Ronaldo, but Rooney, um, yeah, it was just just an unbelievable player. Just so much desire, so class, and best moment, um, the Champions League '99. Uh, rounded, so, rounded off a great week, didn't it? <laughs> it was. Uh, I was. I was still. I was still young at this point. I was living with my mum and dad. Um, yeah, ninety nine. So what would so we 15, have been? 14, 14, 15, Yeah, and yeah, we were losing, obviously. Yep. Until the very death, and I, I remember my reaction. I remember bombing downstairs, and yeah, just being super excited. And I, I'll never forget it. I mean, I watched the. Uh, it's sad, but I watched the. You know, when the Class of ninety two documentary came out. Yeah. And it shows it at the beginning. I, I, I literally cried because yeah, it's yeah. like wow no. it's just like an overwhelmingly incredible moment yeah. and you, you know the memories of where you were and what you were doing and stuff at the time are there and you know you just get that unbelievable rush of emotion yeah and so yeah the Champions League 99 was awesome um, like just it's just a great memory for me even though I was watching it on my own at home just in my bedroom at mum and dad's house yeah um, but I always remember it so vividly 
Um, and you know, I've, I've been very sort of, you know, honoured to have a season ticket for the few seasons that I did. And you know, I saw some good times, saw some bad times. There's no feeling like winning when you're there. That's great. It is great. You know, I, I you know, I relish all them sort of memories, like you know, going up early kickoffs, going hotel football, uh, having a beer and stuff before kickoff, and yeah, you know, I got so many memories, so many great memories attached to the football club, and you know, it's a thing with football, and that's why people are so passionate about it because yeah, yeah. you get attached to it, and it's something that you know. Thing you know, jobs come and go, relationships can come and go. Yeah, you know, and all that sort of stuff. But your football club just stays with you forever. Yeah, and definitely, you know, and that's why I'm so passionate about um, United and why I get so het up and why when they're doing appallingly, I unfollow them on Twitter and delete the app like a mardy ass. <laughs> and you know, it's just all these things as a football fan. Uh, but I've got so many great memories attached to being a fan of the club. Yeah, that. You know, there's there's no other feeling like being a football fan. No, I I I, I agree with that. Absolutely everything you've said, and for as much as I'm hating being a Leicester fan at the moment, I can't wait to go back there next Saturday. Of course, yeah, you, and that's the thing. And I want to start going away games again. Yeah, and this is in a season where I think we'll go down. But I just you can't leave it alone, can no, you? No, you can't. You just can't you leave can't, it alone. You can't leave it alone, and. Yeah, it won't go away. I said it to someone earlier at work. They were I getting a little bit of stick at work, obviously. And I said, look, they could be playing in the National League and I'd still go. Yeah. <laughs> it, wouldn't bother, it wouldn't bother me in the slightest. I always say, like, if we play bad, I'm not watching them again. Not watching them again this season. Done. Then I'm there, you know, str- watching watching them again. <laughs> because you just can't help it. And no, no, it's no. a weird thing. And a lot of some people don't understand it. Some people do. Well, the, you know, the hardcore fans of teams do. But there's nothing like it. There really is nothing like it. You carry that team on your back. You defend them you to do. the hilt, regardless. Yeah, you do. Of how bad they are, you will always go back and we try and find some sort of. Positive. Yeah, of course you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all the time, all the time. And and like you say about about they're they're your team, and it would take something. I know, I know for you, and it definitely would for me, and a lot of other people we know, like. You know, obviously, Westy's a huge Arsenal fan, and Ken yeah. as well. With you know, and like Sam with like supporting Leeds and stuff. Like it would take something. I mean, me and Sam have witnessed some absolute with our wow, team. Yeah, with have... our with our teams, we've both been in League One. Yeah, we still support them. We still support. It would take something drastic, of course, for yeah. me not to go. Um, and and when Leicester nearly went out of business, um, twenty odd years ago people said oh would you support anyone else i went no no i, I wouldn't I'd, I'd just go random games yeah i mean i think it'd be so difficult to support anyone else now you know it well i'd, I'd find it nigh on impossible because you, no, you I, know. I couldn't do it i couldn't do it if, if 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 leicester stopped existing tomorrow i would i would well i don't know what i'd do well, the, the, Honest, honestly it, it would be yeah it'd be horrible it's weird it's, you know it's barely an hour that goes by during the day where you don't think about your team it's, whether you're yeah. scrolling through social media or whatever or someone at work yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you know it's constantly yeah. a hot topic is football yeah yeah so it's just you know that's the best football's the best it's the best sport in the world it is it's the best thing it's the best thing and the worst thing to, to, to enjoy yeah sometimes yeah. I look at these people that have no clue about football and I just think oh my god your life is so easy yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's no horrible. stress for you on a Saturday. No or a stress Sunday. for you. No, no, you're not the one. You're not the one getting wound up in group chats. But anyway, yeah. um, 
I want to quickly do one more thing. I want to do a bit of a like a word association thing. Okay. So you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say like one thing and either say a phrase or a word. So I'll start off Manchester United. Love. Sir Alex Ferguson. Legend. Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Goat. Oof. It's a good one. Old Trafford. Home. I like it. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming away from United a bit then. So, VAR. Necessary. Necessary. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I know the answer to this one already because we've already just touched on it, but football. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. Beautiful answers. I like that. That was good. That was good. Right, let's very, very quickly, because this has been a, a long podcast, but I've really enjoyed it. Um, let's go through the fixtures for this weekend. So tomorrow already, fixtures, like literally, last game was yesterday, and then we're at it again tomorrow. So lunchtime tomorrow, which will please Jurgen Klopp. You know he loves a <laughs> lunchtime kickoff on a Saturday. Yeah, it's not enough time for my players. <laughs> um, <laughs> Everton versus Liverpool. So I'm, I I can't see anything other than a Liverpool win, but it's, it's a derby, you just never know. But the, Everton's record's pretty poor, isn't it? Draw. You're going for a draw yep. on that one. Okay. Uh, another derby, technically. There's a few derbies this. Yeah, there is actually. Yeah, Tottenham Fulham. Fulham. Uh, you go Fulham. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go Tottenham. That's a, a bit of a cop out that one, but um, and then they're more than capable. I think. I think Fulham look like a different beast this season. Yeah, I, mean, I Mitch, think so Mitch too. Mitrovic looks really good. Yep. Um, Forest Bournemouth. Forest. Yeah, I'm gonna go Forest as well. Um, someone said to me earlier at work like I, I wouldn't worry because I think I think Bournemouth are worse than Leicester I said oh right so we're finishing 19th then yeah <laughs> at, least, at least they managed to give you one team that's good of them real good uh, yeah um, another derby Chelsea West Ham draw I'm going to go Chelsea on that one I do. I, th- I think they'll answer answer the critics uh, Brentford Leeds Draw, <laughs> <laughs> mate. If these are all dra- if put an acker on, you'll get know, a, yeah. an absolute fortune. <laughs> I know what you're going to say for this one. Wolves, Southampton, Southampton. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean Bre- Brentford Leeds. Actually, I think will be a draw, and I think Wolves, Southampton. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Southampton win on that one as well. Uh, Newcastle Palace, Newcastle. Yeah, New. I think Newcastle ledge that one. That'd be a good game, actually. It's three o'clock kickoff though, so I probably won't get to see it. No. Nope. Um, Aston Villa versus Erling Haaland. <laughs> <laughs> Erling Haaland five, Aston Villa nil. Right, genuinely, would it shock you if he got another hat trick? No, no, it wouldn't me either. Which is mental, mental to think. I, honestly, I fancied to break the Premier League goals record this season, like in terms of most goals in a season. So, so the record, so for a thirty-eight game season, the record is I think thirty-two. Salah right. got that the other year. I think he beats that. Okay, um, Shearer and Cole in a forty-two game season. No, yeah, yes. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, they got 34, I think. I think he breaks the record. I think he breaks that. And the most hat-tricks in a season is five. Yeah, well, he's already got two, so... <laughs> and we've got so many games to play. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. So, to, to what's tomorrow? It's, it's sixth game of the season this yeah. weekend. And he could... That there's a very high chance that he's already in double figures. <laughs> yeah. That's mental. That is mental. Yeah, I can't see anything other than Man City win. Um, Pep will probably do some shit house like bench him because <laughs> they've got Champions League next week. You just... <sighs> Brighton Leicester. Um, I'm going to say Brighton. Yeah. But only because they, they look good and they're at home as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. See, this is the fickle nature of football because I was sat there yesterday trying to find some positives before the match. And the only positive I could take from it was all of a sudden I was like, if we win tonight, we go 14th and then we can beat Brighton and we'll beat Villa. But all of a sudden it's like, oh, everything's rosy again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we lost, so we're going to lose on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... I guess the the biggest game for me, obviously, at the weekend is United against the champions elect. So um, you're going to go for a United win here, aren't you? I am going to go for a United win, yeah. I am going to go for a draw. Yep, that's fair. I can, yeah, I, I mean, I can see a draw for sure. But yeah. um, I want to, I'd like to think that we're going to try and make the home, you know, try and make Old Trafford a, somewhat of a... A fortress again, and if he sticks with the same back four, which I anticipate he will. Yeah, I can't see any reason why he wouldn't. Because then we've got Europa in the week, and it can change things around. Yeah. Then, so um, you know, this is a this is a harder test for Arsenal than what they've come up against so far. It it is absolutely yeah. uh, Monday night under the lights at Old Trafford. Oh, it's Sunday. Sunday, sorry, Sunday afternoon. Sunday okay. afternoon, yeah. Either way, probably will be under the lights. Nights are drawing. Pretty in. much, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm going to go for United. Win. It won't be massive. It'd be like two one. Yeah, I'm going to go for a draw, but I do think that if 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 Arsenal have got any title challenging, because I think Man City will walk it, title challenging credentials, this is a game that they've got to win for sure. Yeah, all right. I know it's only six games in. No, but, but it stakes your but, claim, but, doesn't well, it? Yeah, it's, it sets the benchmark and yeah, all of yeah. that. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Right, that has been awesome. Awesome podcast. I love that. Yes, me too. Really, really good. Um, thank you very much for joining me no thanks for having me yeah anytime uh really like i say really really enjoyed it um far away with all your socials uh yeah so at sunny club uh that is instagram and facebook and it's at sunny underscore club on uh twitter because someone already has sunny club and doesn't even use his twitter which is which i'm fuming about so yeah that's shocking yeah he never got a club either fuming no club no club um yeah, and in terms of social media, I'm on uh, Twitter at Added Football. I'm on Instagram, which I think is Added Time Pod. But if you go to my Twitter or my Instagram, there's a link in the bio that takes you to Linktree, which will. I've take, done that now too. You've done. I've noticed that earlier. Yeah, it takes you to the the three places that I post the podcast and my Twitter and Instagram. So yeah, check that out. Get you there straight away. It, it means I don't have to remember absolutely everything. That's good. It's good. a good tool to have, I think. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. It's it's, uh, it's decent. And hopefully we'll have an episode of Games and Graps 
soon. Well, yeah, sometime in the near future, maybe. I, I mean, yeah. you know, we're doing it every every few weeks, and but you know, you've got you you got your content, you got your content with added time, and you've got the clubhouse, so there's plenty of stuff yep. there. Don't worry about Finn. He's streaming. He's doing some stuff. Finn's streaming. Doesn't tell you what time he's streaming, but he's streaming. No, he's just there. Look, I'm live. <laughs> I'm doing a stream. When? Oh, uh, yeah. Good point. Uh, about 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit of technical difficulties. I'll be another 25. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but no, he's he's doing his thing. So go and check uh, Finn out on Twitch. What is it? Twitch.tv forward slash the Finn Steel. Yep. Exactly that. With an E on the end. Don't forget the E. Yep. That's it. Let's finish it there. Perfect. Let's finish it there. Brilliant. Thank you very much for listening. Much appreciated. See you next time.